Hi everybody. So today is, um, I'm recording this video on the 31st, but tomorrow is September 1st. Um, so happy September. Um, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month and I didn't know what I wanted to do for it. Um, I've been spending like months kind of trying to figure out what I want to do with Hainsey and Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And, um, we're going to release something really cool in like on the 15th, but for right now, this just felt right. I just felt like I should record a video of myself talking, um, about my story, um, about how I felt, how I used to feel, how I feel and normalizing that and, um, what's helped me, what hasn't helped me and the stuff that I've been through, stuff that I've been through and just spreading hope that, you know, I, I have been in really, really dark places and I am out of them, but sometimes I still feel bad and that's okay. So, however, um, this is just live. This is me just talking. I'm not going to re-record this. I don't even really know exactly what I'm going to say. However, this is all coming from me. It's very real. It's very vulnerable. And I'm probably going to say some things that um, might be triggering to people. So be prepared for that. Um, but it's all me. It's all real. And I'm bringing awareness to... Um, feeling really, really depressed and feeling really, really anxious and feeling really, really bad and feeling really, really, really like you don't want to get out of bed and like you don't want to live anymore. And I felt all of those things. Um, and I've also felt really, really good and really, really amazing and really powerful and all those things too. So, um, and my phone is like charging right now. So I really hope that it stands up. So yeah, I'm just going to normalize all of it. And I am not a professional. I am absolutely not a professional. I am working on taking some classes in mental health counseling. So I'm able to provide more accurate like resources and more advice to our followers. But I just know that I am not a professional and this is just my experience. I'm 24 years old. I'll tell that more, but I, um, I do not have a degree in any of this stuff. I have been in therapy for about six and a half years, but, um, you know, I, I am not a professional. So this is my experience. It's raw. It's real. And I really hope that it resonates somebody to feel less alone because feeling alone is a major reason why people think that they can't do this life and that they can't, they can't make it out is because they're so isolated and so alone and nobody would ever feel like this. Nobody else understands. So I'm just going to fucking die. And, um, part of my language, I really didn't want to swear, but, um, that's, that's real. Like that's real. And talking about this is very, very, it used to be very, very hard for me and it still is, but I feel power in my words now. And I feel super, 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 just feels right. It feels right talking about it. And, um, I feel healing from it as well. So here's my story. Listen to it if you want. You don't have to, but um, if you listen to it and it doesn't resonate with you, totally fine. Um, if you listen to it and you think it might resonate with one of your friends or somebody you know, send it to them. But if it resonates with you, um, I hope that it can it can make you feel hopeful and get help 
or um, just keep doing what you're doing. So I hope, yeah, I hope it inspires somebody and I hope that um, makes people feel less alone. So I, my name is Ellie. I am the founder of Hainsey. I graduated college. I went to University of Delaware. I graduated the spring of 2020. Um, so beginning of COVID is when I graduated and, um, I struggled with mental health my whole life, but I didn't know it until freshman year of college. So I, um, I'm kind of deciding how long I want this video to be. I'm not really sure. So I'm just going to talk, but so I was pretty like, um, ever since I started drinking at age 16, I believe I was 16 or 17. I always, I always went heavy drinking. I was always drinking. My friends were always drinking family's big drinkers. Again, nobody's super crazy or anything, but I was always surrounded by really a heavy drinking environment ever since I started drinking. And, um, I always felt really good when I drank. Um, I felt numb and I felt like just good. I felt really good. So I thought numb was good, but it's not. So when I went and I struggled in high school a little bit with, um, anxiety, but it was very, very uncovered and I didn't really know much about it. Like I would eat, this is actually, I've never said this to anyone. Maybe my parents, maybe, I don't know, maybe when I was drunk, I said this once, but I used to like eat lunch in the bathroom by myself sometimes in high school. And, um, because I didn't want to go down and sit with anybody in the cafeteria because I had really bad social anxiety, but I just thought that was normal. I was like, Oh, people must do this sometimes. Yeah. So I always had anxiety, but it never really came to the surface. So freshman year of college, I was really, really sick. I was taking codeine. I was on antibiotics. I'm sick right now too. Um, I was taking antibiotics. I was taking codeine and I went out, got really drunk. We went to a frat party. I got really, really drunk. Um, and we came back to the dorms and we smoked a ton of weed. And I pretty much had like a panic episode that was pretty much like a drug psychosis. Like I was put into like a drug psychosis is what my therapist calls it. Um, so it's like pretty much, and if anybody knows what that is, it's, it's like an out of body experience where, um, I felt like I was dying. Like I literally felt like I was dying. I felt like I was out of my own body. I felt like I was having, um, just like a panic attack that was three hours long. Um, that was debilitating that I literally, I remember looking in the mirror in the bathroom and I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. I thought I died. I thought it was just awful. It was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. I was screaming at my roommates to call 911. Um, and yeah, it was pretty much a drug induced psychosis. So I woke up the next morning. I never thought I was going to wake up and I woke up and I was like, oh my God how am I alive? I'm alive right now. Wow. What? Like crazy. Um, and I didn't get out of bed for three days. I, I could not move. Um, I ended up calling my mom and telling her everything. And she came down and stayed in a hotel with me, helped me. It was the beginning of finals week, helped me through my finals. Um, and I remember looking at my mom and my mom's the best person in the entire world. But, um, I looked at her and I said, am I going to be okay? I looked at her in the hotel and I looked at her and said, am I going to be okay? 
And she was like, I really don't know. Like, that's how bad I was. Like, that's how scary. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't feel alive for, for so long. I felt so, I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't know I was experiencing mental health issues. I thought that I, like, had a brain aneurysm. I thought all these things. And, um, long story short, I, um... You know, my mom wanted wanted to help me in every single way. So we started going to therapy. I wanted to drop out of school. Um, my mom helped me through my finals, like I said, but I wanted to drop out of school. Um, and my mom, my mom is the reason why um, I'm here still, and my dad and my brother. But um, my therapist helped. So I, I started seeing this therapist, and in Connecticut, um, and she kind of explained to me what was going on to me with me that I was experiencing depersonalization and derealization from drugs. And, um, I pretty much had a drug induced psychosis and I was experiencing mental health problems following that. So I had underlying mental health issues, but it came out from the drugs and the alcohol. So that's what happened to me. That's how my anxiety started. That's how my depression started. That's how my mental health problems started. I was diagnosed with a panic disorder. Um, when I was a freshman in college, I actually did not test for a panic disorder. I just was reevaluated a couple months ago and I only, um, tested for generalized anxiety disorder. So, um, I thought that was pretty interesting. So I don't, I don't really know, but I experienced really, really crippling anxiety and have ever since freshman year of college and before, but, um, really came out freshman year. So I was up and down, up and down all through college. I had days where I just, I wanted to die. I was like, it would be easier just dying. Um, I never thought about like how to, how to die by suicide. I never thought about killing myself, but I wanted to, I wanted to die. Um, I wanted, I remember feeling like this would be easier if I was dead. Like it would feel easier if I was dead. Um, it was crippling. It was debilitating. Um, it was everything. It was, it was so bad. Um, I hit it all too. I told some of my friends that I was experiencing anxiety. My roommate, my best friend, I told her, um, but other than that, I hit it. I drank, I hit it with toxic boys, toxic relationships. And, um, for like the whole entirety of college, I hit it and that got really tiring and, um, really exhausting and, um, really sad too. So, you know, there were times where I felt really, really good. And there were times that I felt really, really bad. Um, and yeah, so I, right before graduation, I, um, my boyfriend broke up with me senior year because I didn't know how to give love to anybody else because I really didn't love myself. I really didn't like myself and I wasn't a good partner. Um, and I looked for external validation and external happiness for a long time. Um, not within myself. So I was just kind of like a shallow, um, I don't know if shallow is the right word, but I just, I wasn't able to love somebody else. And that's why, you know, I also wasn't able to create, I always had amazing friends and amazing family, but I was never able to feel myself close to them in college, a lot of college, most of college because of how crippling my mental health anxiety and my mental health, um, issues were. So I know I'm kind of rambling, but, um, again, this just feels right telling, telling my story. So, um, anyways, yeah, I could talk about this for a long, long time, but so pretty much when my boyfriend broke up with me, I, it was the beginning of COVID and I just accepted a job in Stanford and we were about to graduate college. 
So, um, I was a mess and I was in so much pain mentally. I pretty much was like, if I don't find an outlet, I am going to drink myself to a really bad place. Um, I, again, I, I didn't want to wake up in the morning. I, um, was just really bad. And so I remember I watched this video of a girl tie dyeing on YouTube. Um, and it was like the beginning of COVID. Everyone was like into tie dye. So I watched this tie dye video and immediately I went out. I don't really remember exactly how I did this. I think I took one of my roommate's cars and went to like CVS and bought Rit dye and dyed one of my t-shirts at school at Delaware when we were all like quarantined together. Dyed one of my t-shirts and um, I let it sit for 12 hours and then I woke up the next morning and I washed it and dried it and it was like this beautiful t-shirt that was like pink tie-dye. Um, and someone is calling me so I hope that that didn't screw it up. So um, yeah and I remember thinking it was like the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen in my life. So I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the process. I actually wanted to, it sounds so crazy, but I wanted to wake up in the morning because I, I saw my creations. I was in a sorority at school, so I was able to get in contact with a lot of girls, and they knew that I was doing some tie-dye during quarantine. Everyone wants tie-dye during quarantine, so I tie-dyed all my roommates, all my sorority sisters, everybody's clothes, and um, I started selling on Instagram for fun and some extra money before graduation. I fell in love with it. And, um, so then that all happened. I was like, this is giving me light. This is making me feel happy again. And, um, it was something so simple. It was, it was art, but it was, it was giving me an outlet, a creative outlet. And so then I graduated school, graduated school. And I remember we went on like a senior trip. Um, we somehow snuck one in during COVID and we went to the Outer Banks and, I just remember drinking to oblivion like the entire week and I knew that I think that was another point where I knew I really needed help um like after after that I was like I really need to get help because the only time I ever feel good is when I'm drinking so that was definitely another point um and so what happened after that so yeah so I then um accepted so pretty much I started my job in Stanford at um in summer of 2021 summer of 2021 no it was summer of 2020 I started in Stanford and I was there for six months um and I was miserable because I was not able to do my clothes because I had no time I was commuting back and forth I was working so much I had no time to create clothes and design clothes and sell on Instagram and at this time I also had started a website as well. So I was selling on my website. I was a sole proprietorship, registered, everything. Um, and so I had no time to do this anymore. And I was, I felt my mental health declining and declining and declining again because I had no time to design my clothes and to feel happy, really. And so I quit. After six months, I quit Stanford and I accepted another job in Norwalk where I had more time to create clothes. I was working mostly remotely um, and I just had more flexible hours. So I was happier. I, I had more time to do that, my, to do my clothes. And I registered the business as Hainsey Clothes because I knew I didn't know what it was going to turn into. So I wanted to tie it to myself in some way. Hainsey Clothes. My last name's Haney. Um, so... I was happy in Norwalk. I was happy. And one day I was talking to my boss. I was there for about two months. I was talking to my boss. I got really close with her. And 
she was asking me about what I like to do outside of work. And, um, I told her about my clothes and I said something along the lines of, I feel like I am meant to like do something with this business, but I don't really know what I want to do, but I just feel so passionate about it. And it, it's, it's so exciting when I get home and she kind of looked at me and she was like, you belong there. Like you, you belong there. Like she, she was like, I see it in your eyes. Like this is, you're meant to do this. And, um, I didn't know what that looked like for me, but, um, I followed my intuition and I followed her word and I closed out my accounts there. I was there for like another month transitioning everything. Um, every single person at that company could not have been more supportive. Um, I still talk to a lot of them this day. Um, I don't know why I'm like getting really emotional at that. Um, but yeah, they, um, just like really supportive, amazing people. And so I left there after like three months and I started Hainsey full time in June of 2021. Um, I don't know why I'm getting like so emotional. I mean, I know why, but, um, so I started Hainsey full time in, in summer of 2021 in June and, um, I was reflecting on my journey and I was like, why am I doing this? What, um, you know, what has this, like, what is this business going to do for me? What is it going to do for the world? And I realized that I needed to be about mental health because that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for my mental health. I'm doing this to feel good. And my best friend, Emma and I were talking about what we wanted to Emma has, has been with me from the beginning. She's my best friend. She's my rock. She's everything for this business and me, um, personally and business oriented everything. Um, so she was like, we were brainstorming, you know, what do we want to do with our clothes here? Like there's something here and tie dye is great, but there's, we need something more than tie dye. And Emma was like, well, something that we say to each other all the time is here for you. We're here. I'm here for you here for you. Even if you don't want to talk, I'm here for you. Even, um, if you know you don't know what to say um so I was like let's do it let's put here for you on a sweatshirt so here for you launched in September of 2021 um and I'm like trying so hard not to cry right now um here for you launched in, in 2021 September which was suicide prevention awareness month which is today a year later um and ever since I came out with Here For You, um, a lot of people were touched by it and that we donated. I found a nonprofit that I really like called Hope For The Day that coins the phrase, it's okay to not be okay. Donated some percentage back to them from our Here For You sales and um, people went crazy for that. So that was when I knew um, this is what I was meant to do. And um, I finally feel like I have purpose in my life. I have been doing this for a year full time and it's everything to me. Um, I believe so strongly. It took me like, it was, it was not until six months ago where I would say six months where I started talking openly about my struggles and my story. Um, because I'm just so passionate about normalizing this stuff because I suffered for four years in silence pretty much. And that sucks. And that does not, life does not have to be like that. And there is not, you don't have to die. You do not have to die. 
And there is so much more to life than feeling fucking miserable and feeling scared all the time. I found my passion. I found my dream. I'm 24. I made it through. There are still days where I feel like shit. There are still days that are really hard, but it's real. I'm open. I'm honest. I'm vulnerable and I'm living every moment of it. And I wouldn't take back one single thing that's happened to me because it's led me to here. I'm sharing this with you to spread hope and normalization. And that also to tell you that every piece of my clothing that I put out has a tie to me and to this feeling and to this, like how strong I believe in this stuff and how powerful I believe in my messaging and that there is so much help out there and to do not struggle in silence and to be there for yourself and to be there for other people because you have no idea how much somebody is struggling. You have no idea, like no idea. And people, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to get help. Help is strong and strength and there's so much more to life than feeling awful and feeling like you have to just make it through the day I I felt like I was surviving for like six years surviving five years maybe started feeling better like a year ago um there's so much more to life than surviving there's living living and I am the living proof of that living proof of that there are times like I've said where I felt so freaking bad and I have experienced so much love and light recently that I would not be saying this if I did not feel this way I have turned my life around because I found my passion and I have believed in myself that there's hope and I believed in hope I found my passion and I am open and vulnerable about my story and about my struggles and it frees me you guys give me so much hope and strength. Your community, the community that we are creating. I'm not just selling a piece of clothing. I'm selling a feeling. I'm selling, I'm selling comfort. I'm selling a community where we can all feel better and we can all feel less alone because feeling lonely is the worst feeling in the world and it feels so fucking bad and so painful. And I'm so, I'm like, I know what it feels like. And you are not the only one feeling like this. And I promise you there is a way out. There's a way out of the darkness. I am proof of that. No matter what you're diagnosed with. No matter what you're going through. No matter what. I know people have it so bad. I know that I'm so lucky with the support I've gotten and everything. But like no matter who you are. No matter what you got. There's help and there's better days. Always. Always, always, always. The last thing I'm going to say is I obviously you guys know from my story I've struggled with alcoholism or not alcoholism I wouldn't say that but alcohol problems definitely bad relationship with alcohol I don't know what what you would call it probably would turn into alcoholism if I kept drinking really bad relationship with alcohol I drank to feel numb um I never felt like myself when I was drinking but I liked it because it made me escape my body it made me escape who I what I was feeling and um I am sober as of four months, four months, August. Oh no, no. September 4th has been four months. So I've been sober for four months. Um, I started Lexapro four months ago 
and I feel like um, the best I've ever felt in my whole life. Not even a question. I feel like I'm living for the first time ever. I feel like um, every single relationship that's meaningful to me has improved. I feel the closest I've ever felt to anybody in my life. Closest to my boyfriend I've ever felt. Um, closest to my family, my friends, myself. Um, I'm not afraid anymore. Of I'm not afraid anymore. I am so confident. Not drinking has made me so confident in myself. In going out and just showing up as who I am. Fucking sober. And to enjoy the things in life. And to be able to do something that makes you feel drunk without drinking is living for me. Um, so, and again, not against drinking at all. If you're able to balance it and feel good on it, great. Um, it's just not for me. I don't think I'll ever pick up a drink ever again. Um, maybe for like my wedding, if I get married, like a little shot of champagne or like a shot of tequila, but like, that's it. Um, but yeah, um, Lexapro and not drinking has, has changed my life. And I hope this is 25 minutes. So, um, I I don't even know if this is going to post Instagram, honestly. I might have to YouTube it. I don't know. But, um, just, I'm, I'm spreading awareness on Suicide Prevention Awareness Month and every day to get help and to know that you're never alone and know that there are always better days and the only way out is through. And, um, I love you all. Thank you for giving me this platform and this light. Um, and I'm holding back so many tears right now. But thank you for um, letting me live and making me feel loved. And being able to speak to you guys about um, hope. And um, I am here for all of you. And so is this platform. And um, yeah. Yeah. I really mean it when I say I'm here for you. So on that note, I'm going to stop this video, but, um, this is always here and this is, oh, this is raw. This is real. This is me. I'm not going to even listen. Actually, yeah, I'm probably going to listen to this, but, um, I'm not going to edit it. It's just me. It's real. It's how I feel. It's me, Ellie. And, um, yeah, that's beautiful. Every part of me. So, love you all.